Good morning. <laughs> okay. I heard a song recently. And um, it says, Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you lately that I love you, church? Not yet. Okay, well, I love you. I love you, church. It seems like it might be easier for us to say to the Lord, Lord, I love you, but we can, we have a harder time saying that to other people. So I want to say to you this morning, I love you. All right, amen. All right. And good morning to, uh, let's all say good morning to everybody online this morning. They're still our family. We, we love you. Um, I think there's a lot of different things that um, we've been experiencing together as a church. We don't often get to talk to one, or one another about it. Uh, um, even our even our brother this morning, Hui Gang, just sat next to me right here just to ask me how I'm doing and how I'm how our family is going through all the things that I'm facing. I'm sure uh, Pastor James and his family, with the recent passing of his father, people are asking him how they are doing. Um, we may not, um, I don't know if uh, Michael and Mabel um, have people asking them how are they doing. Uh, we may not always be as verbal to express that, but I know uh, we are experiencing these things together as a church. And I think that one of the things that I was led to uh, bring to our church this morning is just the concept of grieving. Uh, mourning, 哀痛, sadness, 难过, biblically we see this uh, concept of lamenting, right? You know, I remember that when my children were young, yeah. um, with, with one of my children, I think it might have been at the library, but we were reading a book together. And the book was about a family that was going on a journey, I think, to, to find or hunt down a bear. So on this journey, they experienced many different uh, obstacles along the way. Whether it was like tall grass, or a stream to cross, or a uh, rocks to go over. And then there was like this constant theme that went throughout the book. The family or the kids would say, Let's go over it. And they would say, no, we can't go over it. Let's go around it. No, we can't go around it. Let's skip past it. No, we can't skip past it. And so what they would have to conclude as a family is that they would say, we have to go through it. They would have to go through it together. Not skip past it. 
not go around it. No, they have to go through it together. There's a psalm that is probably the most memorized psalm, Psalm 23. And it begins by saying what? The Lord is my shepherd. And then the psalmist goes on in verse 4 and says, Even though I walk through the what? Valley of the shadow of death. He says, I will fear no evil. See, even in this psalm, the psalmist recognizes and says, Even though I walk what? Through the valley. Highlight that word through in your Bible, circle it. Even though I walk through the valley. He doesn't say, even though I skip past the valley. He doesn't say, even though I go around the valley. He says, even though I walk through the valley, I will fear no evil. Why? Why does he fear no evil? Because you are what? With me. I am able to go through the valley because you are with me. The picture of going through the valley is facing loss in life. When we face disappointments, the Lord does not want us to skip past the valley or to go around the valley. He wants to walk with us through the valley. Jesus walks with us through the valley. And I believe that as we are going through all of these different things as a church, not everyone is experiencing the same way but I believe that many of us are facing and experiencing loss in some form or another. To walk through the valley of the shadow of death is to walk through the experience of loss. And let me just tell you from the get-go this morning that we all experience seasons or times in our life where we face loss. Usually when we think about losses in life, we think first about the loss of a loved one. Right? That's what we think about first. But the reality is that we face losses of many different kinds in life. And because of sin in the world, our life is full of losses. So not only is there a loss of a loved one, we experience the loss of health, the loss of financial security, the loss of even a pet, 
the loss of a close relationship that we once had. Even the loss of a dream that we hold dear. So I believe that God is wanting to teach us how to learn how to experience loss. Because when there is loss, there is this thing called Grief. Grief is just a natural reaction to loss. Grief is an emotion. And grief happens when I lose someone or something that I hold very dear to me. I shared with Hui Gang just earlier. We all experience this loss. Sometimes we describe that as God, he said, God changes our plans. But that means that sometimes we had a plan, we had a dream that we held so dearly. We love this dream. But when we lose that dream, when God changes the plans, that loss leads to a natural reaction of grief. So when there is loss of something that I hold so dearly, the natural reaction that God gives us is grief. When there is loss of a loved one, there's grief. When there's loss of health, there's grief. When there's loss of a dream, there's grief. And oftentimes there are losses that are that are even kept very, very privately. And these type of losses sometimes can be so heavy, and then the grief that ought to result in is very heavy. The grief of infertility. The grief of miscarriage. The grief of not receiving the type of love that you so long or so desire for from your spouse or from another person that you want to receive love from. Maybe sometimes the grief of a personal sin. These are enormous losses. And that's why God gives us grief. The natural emotion that God has given to us when there is a loss is to grieve. When we lose something that we were holding on to so dearly, there is grief that we ought to experience. Yet I don't think we really understand that God gave us grief. In fact, it might even be that for the better part of our lives, we never allow ourselves to know how to grieve. 应该说,实际上在我们人生中,我们常常不允许自己来经历哀痛。We look at tears and sadness as weakness. 
我们把眼泪和悲伤看作是弱点。And we might have never learned that God has given grief to us. 我们可能永远没有学习到神所赐给我们的是悲伤。That God uses grief as a way to heal us from our wounds and from our pain that we've experienced. 神赐给我们哀痛这样的情感,好让我们的伤口得医治,好让我们从我们的痛苦中恢复过来。Grief is part of divine healing. 哀伤是神圣的治愈的一部分。In fact, I'm not even sure if you know about this, but Jesus talks about this concept of mourning. 实际上我不晓得大家记得吗？耶稣提到了哀痛这个概念。And it's in one of his most commonly recognized sermons.是在他最呃为人所熟知的一段。The Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter five.在马太福音第五章，Jesus actually says, "Blessed are those who what mourn." For they shall be what comforted. How does that make sense? That seems like it's so upside down. Because blessing is God's greatest good for us. Blessing is receiving God's greatest good for us. Pastor James told me to talk about this. I don't know what this is. <笑>范长老要我讲这个字。I just know that it's an upside down word. Because I know you don't write Chinese this way. <笑>他是颠倒了。But But it is an upside down understanding of what is this word? What is this word? Bless, oh, my daughter knows, yo. This is blessing. But it's upside down. And the Chinese are onto something. No. Wrong. God's way of blessing is upside down from the way we would want to find blessing. Man has a way to pursue blessing. Even, even non-Christians want blessing. But Jesus said blessing comes to those who are sad. How does that make sense? How does God bring blessing to those who grieve? And I think today I want us to explore three ways that God brings blessings to those who grieve. Three ways of how God brings blessing, his greatest good, to those who grieve. Number one, God wants me to grieve with him. In my pain, in my loss, in my disappointment, God wants me to grieve with Him. You see, all throughout our life, in different seasons or times in the past of our life, we experience loss. The question is, how do you respond to it? Do you try to always go around the pain? 
你是不是总想要绕过它 ？Do you always try to skip over the pain? 跳过痛苦。Do you try to bury the pain? 或者埋掩埋痛苦。The, these are actually many unhealthy responses to pain. 这些都是对痛苦一些不健康的反应。One of the most unhealthy processes in dealing with pain is to avoid it. 应对痛苦最不健康的一种反应就是试图要掩埋它。This is when you choose either consciously or subconsciously to suppress your pain. 也就是说，你选择不管是有意识还是无意识的想要压制痛苦。Suppressing the emotion of grief is A way to avoid pain. 压制克制啊，你的痛苦忧伤的感情就是逃避痛苦的一种方式。And this happens as extremely when a loved one dies. 在很极端的情况下，当我们失去所爱的人的时候。And it also happens in simple everyday instances, like when you have a really horrible day. 或者是比较小的，你过呃有了一个比较糟糕的一天。But what you're doing is instead of facing the pain. 那么呃，你并不是去面对这个痛苦。You want to find ways to bury the pain and avoid it. 相反的，你想要找一种办法来埋葬、掩埋或者是逃避痛苦。In order to not face the pain. 为了想要避免痛苦。And we do this all the time, by the way, you and I. Some will get busy with things to do. We sometimes will find ourselves going into video games. Some will get into a very captivating new show series. Or some will find themselves going into a very captivating new show series. Or some will get into a very captivating new show series. Attempts to go around the pain, 试图要绕过痛苦 to skip over the pain, 跳过痛苦 But all it's doing is avoiding the pain, 也就是要想要避免痛苦 So it's suppressing the pain, 压制痛苦 When you're going through a hard time in life, 当你在人生中经过困难的时候 When your heart is breaking, 当你心碎的时候 God doesn't want you to go around it. God doesn't want you to skip over it. 或跳过它。God doesn't want you to suppress it. 神也不要你克制它。God wants you to express it. 神相反的想要你表达它。God wants you to express your pain to Him. 神想要你向他表达你的痛苦。God doesn't want you to suppress the pain. 神不想要你压制痛苦。God wants you to express. The emotional fallout of the pain in your life. 神想要你向他表达你生命中经历的损失以后的哀伤。When you try to bury the pain, 当你试图埋葬、压抑痛苦的时候 ，and bury the hurt inside your heart, 在你的心中来深深的埋葬你的痛。All it does is it eats you up. 它就会慢慢的来吞噬你。It seems very manly and very strong to eat the pain. 你可能表面上看起来好像你很很很有男子气概，你可以吞下这个苦痛。But you, but you weren't made to eat the pain. 你你想要吞下这苦痛苦痛。But you weren't meant to eat it. You were meant to eat it. You are not meant to eat pain. Okay, 你不应该要这样子去试图吞。Because you can't eat pain. 因为你吞不了它。You can't win. 你赢不了。Pain eats you. That's why when you try to push down pain, 那就是为什么当你要压制痛的时候 ，there are physical side effects. 你的身体上就会有一些副作用。There are mental side effects. 心理上也有副作用。And there are then as a result spiritual side effects. 最后你的属灵生命也会遭受副作用。God doesn't want me to suppress the pain. 神不想要我来克制压抑痛苦。To avoid it. God has given me the emotion of grief to express it to Him. 神赐给我哀伤这样一种情绪情感，好让我能对他表达。And to we'll see later, express it with others. 
然后我们接下来要提到，我们也要向彼此来互相表达。The Bible is filled with beautiful examples of grief. 圣经里充满了非常美好、非常动人的哀痛的情况。In fact, these are beautiful prayers where people are expressing the emotion of pain to God. 实际上这些是很动人的祷告，人们向神表达他们心中的痛苦哀伤。We call these lament psalms. 我们把他们称为哀歌。And the psalms are filled with different lament prayers. 这些诗篇里面充满了一些哀痛的诗歌。We don't sing enough songs that express lament. 我们要。呃，常不常看这些哀歌。We don't even sing it.我们不常唱他们。We like to avoid that.我们总想要呃避开他们。But these lament psalms started with an individual, but were meant to sing as a people.但实际上，虽然这些哀伤可能一开始是个人的，但是我们应该要一起一起来唱。These psalms teach us; they model to us how to express. They are showing us a way how we can walk with honesty with God. Because sometimes even with God, we're not able to be honest. We have a very kechi, a very polite relationship with God. We have a very I don't need to cry. I need to do something. God, I'm not in pain. I'm here to help other people. That's very manly. I have no pain. I don't need the emotion of pain, of grief. I want to help other people. Because they're in pain. This is a very common mentality, not just among men, but women as well. But lamenting, lamenting brings my pain to God. Lamenting teaches me to be honest to God. And the Psalms, these Psalms teach us to direct our complaints to God. See, a lot of people don't like to read these Psalms because they feel that they might be offensive to God. How can we complain to God? But actually, if you look at these lament psalms, they're full of complaints to God. Someone once said that complaining about God is rebellion and sinful. Right? It's like when you're talking to someone like when I'm talking to other people, God is why does God do this? That's a sinful attitude. But complaining to God is lamenting and it's healing. In every lament psalm, there's a pattern. It goes down before it goes up. Every lament psalm goes down and then up. You hear the psalmist always cry this out. See, 
Nod your heads if these sound familiar. They say, Why, O Lord? Why? Can we say that together? Why, O Lord? Why? How long, O Lord? Have you heard that before? How long, O Lord? Have you forgotten me? Why did you let this happen to me? Why? This is the process of walking through the valley with God. Every lament song will walk down before you walk up. You walk downwardly before you walk out. Someone just said to me this week that lament, because I've talked to several brothers and sisters who are like, we need, to, we need to talk about this. We need to understand this for the healing in the church. Lamenting is God's process of faith that leads us from pain to promise. That's, that's walking through, through the valley with God. Where you go from pain to promise. Because the pattern after you see the pain is there's always a turn in the lament. There's always a turn. Because you will hear the psalmist then say they will remember who God is. It starts with why, O Lord? And then it goes into, but you, O Lord, are a shield about me. You see that in chapter 3. Why, O Lord, but I have trusted in your steadfast love. In chapter 42, I have cried all night, God. But in you, God, I have hope, and so I can praise your name. You see, lamenting is grieving with God. And God wants you to grieve with him. Lamenting is God's process of our faith. That leads us from pain to promise. And when you don't process pain through grief, when you do not know how to lament, you remain stuck in that place of hurt. Did you hear that? When you never learn to lament, you remain stuck in the past point of hurt. And let me tell you, there are a lot of Christians stuck in hurt and pain from years and years before. Because no one has given us the language or taught us that God wants us to cry out to him for him to 
heal us. 因为我们常常没有这样子的语言来表达，或者没有人教我们，神希望我们透过哀痛，在他的面前来表达。Look at what Psalm thirty-four seventeen says. 我们看一下，在诗篇三十四章十七节。It says, "When the righteous cry for help." 提到了当一人呼求。See, circle or highlight that word right there. When. 我们可以把那个字当呃圈起来。It's when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. 当一人呼求的时候，耶和华听见了，便救他们脱离一切患难。It's when we cry out. 是当我们向神呼求的时候。God gives us grief so that we can cry out to Him in our pain. 神赐给我们哀痛，是好让我们能够在苦苦难中向他呼求。So when you are able to express grief， 当你能够来表达你的哀伤的时候 ，That's what it is to cry out。那就是向神呼求。And you cry out for help。你呼求帮助。You are on the road to healing。你就在通向呃痊愈的道路上。That's number one。这是第一点。Number two。第二点。You know what's interesting is that God is with you in your pain, so that He can heal you. 很有意思的是，神在痛苦中与你同在，为的是要医治你。God is very close to you in your pain. 你在痛苦中的时候，神与你非常亲密的同在。God is very close to you in your pain. Look at the next verse of Psalm 34, verse 18. 我们看下一节诗篇三十四章十八节。It says, "The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit." 经文提到耶和华靠近伤心的人，拯救灵性痛悔的人。Let's say that out loud. The Lord is near. The Lord is near. He is near to those whose hearts have been broken. He is near to those whose hearts have been broken. He is near to those whose hearts have been broken. He is near to those whose hearts have been When you experience loss, when you experience loss, when you are walking through the valley, when you are walking through the valley, when you are walking through the valley, when you are the valley, when you are walking through the v a On a bright blue day like today, you look out. You don't see the stars, but they are there. 像今天这样晴天白日，你看不见星星，但他们在那里。Yet the darker the night, 但是夜越黑。The more you see stars clearly, is that true? 你就可以越清楚的看见星星。It's only in the darkest of nights. 在最深最暗的黑夜里。Where you are very aware of the stars. You 非常清楚地感受到星星的存在。In the same way, God is always with us. 同样的，神总是与我们同在。But when you are walking through the valley, 但当你行过幽谷的时候 ，sometimes it takes going into the darker parts of the valley to really see the nearness of God. 有的时候，我们必须要行到幽谷最黑暗的角落的时候，我们就可以那样清楚地看到神的同在。Do you know one of the reasons why God is so near to the brokenhearted and so compassionate to those who are crushed in spirit? 为什么神那么靠近伤心的人，对那些灵性痛悔的人那么同情呢 ？I don't know if you know this or not. 不知道你理了解吗？ But God is a God who grieves. 
God has emotion. Not in the complicated and messy way that we don't know how to process emotions, but God has emotion. You have the ability to grieve because God grieves. And you were created in God's image. Trees are full of life. Insects are full of life. But trees were not created an image of God. Trees and fleas are not created an image of God. It rhymes in English, I don't know. Trees don't grieve. When you trim your tree, it doesn't grieve. Insects don't grieve. We grieve. Because our God grieves. God is a God of emotion. And the Bible even tells us about God's grief in Genesis chapter 6. In verse 5 of chapter 6, he says that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. 创世纪六章五节说到，耶和华见人在地上罪恶很大，终日所思想的尽都是恶。So the Lord was sorry that he had made mankind on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. 耶和华就后悔造人在地上，心中忧伤。Sometimes this passage has created a lot of misunderstanding for people. 这个这段经文常常造成误解。when the Lord saw all the wickedness of humankind on the earth, and they saw what was inside of the hearts of people. Sorrow? It says that the Lord was Sorry. Some translations say regretted. That he regretted he made man on the earth. See, but theologically we need to understand this. God does not regret the way we do. And that God does not make a mistake. So God would not feel sorry that he made a mistake. The word sorry or regret is actually used again in verse 7, and it's translated as the emotion of feeling sorry. In fact, this particular verb form points to an emotional response. It's saying how much God grieved. It's showing how sad God was. Not that he made a mistake in creating man. God's heart was filled with so much pain. Because he saw what sin had done to his most beloved and precious creation. God did not make a mistake in creating man, so he felt sad. God did not make a mistake in creating man, so he felt sad. 
God's heart was filled with so much sadness when he saw what man chose to allow sin to do to themselves. 神的心中充满了忧伤，是因为他看到人容许罪在自己身上所行的。When God sees what sin breaks in our life，当神看到罪恶在我们生命中打碎的东西，God grieves，神忧伤。God hates sin more than you and I do。because he sees what sin does to you and I. It grieves him to see what sin has done to the human race. This is the beginning of the gospel right here. We we limit the gospel sometimes to some sort of entry ticket into heaven. And shame on us if that's all we preach. But when God created us, it wasn't supposed to be like this. It's so much more. When God created us, He made us completely whole. We were perfect in our physical health. We were perfect in our mental health. We were perfectly whole in all of our relationships. With other people and with God. In fact, the Bible gives us this picture that God walked with us. The way that a parent loves to walk with their children. God created us to walk alongside us. And that we walk with one another. Unbroken in relationships. Unbroken in our health. Unbroken in our mind. But when sin entered the picture, when humankind allowed sin to come into the picture, it devastated and broke everything. It was the entrance of sin that brought brokenness to our health. The introduction of illness and disease and death. It is sin that introduced brokenness in our mind, anxiety, and depression. And mental disease. And it is sin that has come in to break every relationship known to humankind. So that even the two people who ought to love an individual the most, their very own parents. Because of sin, it has broken that relationship. So from a child's birth, they are even sinned against by their parents. And their parents were sinned against by their parents. So that even in what should be the most loving, safe place, sin has broken the family unit. 
And when we are sinned against, because of even our own sinful nature, we continue that pattern of sin upon other people. 那么因着我们的罪性，我们也就是继续不断的对别人也是做这些有罪的行为。And the most precious relationship that God created us for was to have a relationship with Him.神创造我们，让我们有的最珍贵的关系是与他的关系。And when we chose sin, we broke relationship with God.当我们选择罪的时候，我们就把 this is what God sees in verse 6. And that's why his heart is broken in verse 7. God, when he sees what sin has done and the loss to mankind, he has an emotional response. 当神看到罪恶所做的后果，当他看到人的思想和痛楚的时候，他心中忧伤。God grieved，神哀痛。Someone said that when we read this，有人，someone told this week told me this，有人本周告诉我，when when we read this it makes us think that God is always mad at us。that God is always disappointed with us.神总是对我们失望。And He regrets that He made us.所以他就后悔造了人。You were a mistake. I shouldn't have made you.你你你你是我犯的错，我不应该造你。But that misses how this verse shows how much God loves us.但这样你就没有看见这个经节告诉我们神如何等的爱我们。To see what sin. Has done to us and our relationships, it broke God's heart. It broke God's heart. Because you're only heart broken when you lose someone or something you love. And you grieve in that loss. When we were lost in sin, God grieved. But isn't this amazing? Because when God grieves, when God grieves, he puts into motion a plan to restore those whom he loves. His love is so much that he sent his own son to be the restorer. Look at Isaiah 53. It says that Jesus, this is talking about Jesus, Jesus was despised and rejected by men. Jesus was a man, look at this emotion, of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And what was placed upon him was the punishment that brought us what? What does this tell us? It tells us the difference that Jesus makes in our life. Because when God grieves, he was willing to take all our grief upon himself. 
When we grieve, God grieves. When we experience pain, He experiences pain. That's why the Bible tells us that Jesus is able to sympathize with us in our weakness. He was a man who felt all the sorrows that we felt. When we grieve, he grieves with us. And enabled to begin restoring everything, God was willing to put all of the punishment of sin, all of the results of sin, and place that upon the body of His Son. And it says what? So that it could bring us the word for peace here is shalom. It means wellness. It means well-being. It also means wholeness. Taking what is broken and making it whole again. That is shalom peace. Taking what is broken and making it whole. The moment that we have Jesus, we have a wholeness with God. He restores us with God. And when we have Jesus, He begins to restore everything that sin has broken. But what we understand biblically is that we will not be completely made whole until after Jesus comes again. Because it's only in Revelation 21 after Jesus comes again then he says he will make all things what? New. After all of evil, Satan and all of sin, anything evil has been done away. It is doesn't even exist anymore. Then when he makes all things new, he says there, when there's a new heaven and new earth, new body, Jesus says, I will wipe every tear from your eyes. What does that mean? I will wipe Every tear from your eye. And you will never grieve again. Because there's no more sin. There's no more brokenness. I will make all things whole at that time. The good news for us is that today, is that today, before Jesus comes again, He begins to heal. He begins to heal our sin-broken mind. 
He begins to heal our sin-broken relationships. Oh, brothers and sisters, I don't have time to talk about this today. But that's what the church is. And even in the church, there are so many sin-broken relationships. There's so much brokenness even in our church. Within the family. Within the brothers and sisters. That God is waiting to heal. And God on this side of Jesus coming again, we will begin to have a taste of all of that healing. The Bible helps us to see that that's a taste of the things to come. We are the only people in the whole world that has a chance to have a taste of heaven. When we grieve with God, when we lament with God, God begins the healing in our life. And every area, every wound that has been broken, beginning to be made whole, is a taste of what is to come. But we will never be fully healed here. Never. Because it's just a taste. And this taste is enough. It's enough for us to want to find someone else who is broken and say, you need to have a taste of God. Your life is so damaged and so broken. You may have all the money in the world, but you are so broken. You need a taste of God's healing. So much so that Jesus says, all the nations need to hear of this. Brothers and sisters, God is doing something within our church. Our tendency is to want to go around it. Our tendency is to want to just skip that part of life. But God wants us to know I want to walk with you through the valley because walking through the valley is my process of healing you. To lead you from the pain to the promise. Amen? Amen. Alright, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to take our whole church, all of our brothers and sisters, and just lift ourselves into your hands, God. Sometimes we want to be a church that's on the move. We want to be soldiers fighting in the battle. But Lord, just like a battle, sometimes a soldier cannot fight efficiently if he's wounded. Oh Lord, let us know the areas of wound and brokenness in our life that needs healing from you. Let us Sometimes not rush to the next step. Because even a king took time to sit and lament before his God. 
，因为就算是王君王，他也要花时间在神的面前要哀伤，要苦痛。So Lord, would you teach us how to lament and to be healed by you? 主啊，求你教导我们如何哀痛，如何被你医治。We believe that you are working and doing something. 我们相信你在动工。We may not know exactly what that is. We may not know exactly what that is. But we trust that you are good. 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 And you restore it. 全部复原。For our good. 为了我们的益处。And for your glory. 也为了你的荣耀。We pray this in Jesus' name. 我们奉耶稣基督的名求。Amen. Amen.